Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. everybody, Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Wishing you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Oilers and Maple Leafs tonight. Puck drop 5 p.m. on the Oilers Radio Network. Cam Moon, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins with the call. Uh, Jack Michaels and Louis DeBrusque uh, will have the uh, game for you as well out of uh, Sportsnet. On the television side, Jack will join us at 1.35, but not before we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. And welcome back to our show. From an entity now known, I want to get this right, I don't want to make a mistake, Leafs Nation Network, formally uh, what people referred to as Maple Leafs uh, TV, only available within the Maple Leafs home market of Ontario, which excludes Ottawa Valley. We welcome back a local product, a guy I met in 1980. I remember meeting him. He doesn't remember meeting me. 1982, out at the Strathcona Olympiad Center, out at Fultonvale, uh, when he was coaching in the Okanagan Hockey School. We welcome back to the show, Bob. Bob. Um, just before we bring him in, do you want to do you want to throw to those, uh, oh, those yeah, comments yeah. from Louis? Yeah, yeah. We, we, I, got, we got to like, hear what Louis had to say about this. This was pretty funny yesterday. Okay. Kenny Baumgartner was in the lineup. Bob McGill was in the lineup. And Don Cherry actually even said something on, you know, before the game, like, yeah, I think we're going to see a little tussle tonight. DeBrus is going to have to pay for what happened last week. And sure enough, McGill and I got minors together. We come out of the box and we squared off at center ice. And we had a pretty spirited scrap. You know, I caught him with a real good one early. And that kind of set the tone. I don't think he could ever recover from it. But, uh, you know what, Bob McGill was one of those guys, you know, going back and looking at his fight tapes and watching over the course of his career, he fought everybody. Everyone. He was not Every- that big of a guy. And I've met him know. now. He's a post-career. He's a broadcaster like us. He's suffered some health problems, and it's so good to see him back healthy and running. He's just a tough guy. He's just a tough human being, but a really nice man. And uh, I'm so happy to see him healthy once again. But you know what? Um, I knew there was a lot of respect there for Bob McGill. So before the fight, I asked Dave Manson, you know, what should I do against this guy? And Charlie's advice to me was grab him in the middle of his jersey and start swinging. Because that's what he's going to do. <laughs> there you go. That is Louis DeBrusque on yesterday's show talking about our next guest, Bob McGill. Hello, Bob. How are you doing? 
Robert, great to hear your voice and how's it going? And uh, hey, it's always nice to uh, talk about old times, I guess. But uh, <laughs> yes, Louis DeBrusque was uh, is a big man too. And you know, it's funny. Uh, we saw and we chatted last year when the Oilers were in town and shook his hand, and it's like, holy man, he's got a freaking hand on him. It's like, no wonder he broke my goddamn jaw, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know what, though? Like, for our younger listeners that are unaware, you fought Bob Probert at least five or six times. And you're, you fought all of those guys. And you and, and, and I'm thinking, what, are you, what, what were you when you played, like 6'1", 205 in that range? Uh, I'm six one. I played at a buck nine between one eighty eight and one ninety two. So, yeah, I guess some people would say I wasn't a very smart guy, you know, to do that all the time. But uh, you know what? Uh, it was all about uh, being the team player and sticking up for my teammates and trying to provide some energy for my team when we needed it. And uh, you know what, uh, Bob? I, I I was very fortunate to play thirteen years of pro hockey and. Played 700 games in the NHL, and uh, when I look back on it, boy, it was a heck of a ride, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Uh, 143 NHL fights, and you never backed out from anybody. It's crazy. Again, I met you at the hockey school. Uh, you're coaching out there, and I was a bit of a smart aleck and uh, occasionally needed to be put in my place. And You know, I, I know that you were, you were kind of showing guys how to do one-on-one compete drills, and I was just like, what? This is, this is the level that you have to be at? It was an education, to say the least. All right, let's switch focus here. Let's, let's talk about how is the complexion of tonight's match up change from your perspective, Bob, without Austin Matthews in the lineup? Well, uh, Austin Matthews out and uh, Joe Thornton as well. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, the depth of the Toronto Maple Leafs is going to be challenged here this evening. And, uh, you know, it's something where, uh, you know, Austin, uh, you know, I thought he had a good game the other night, uh, scored the lone goal for the Maple Leafs to tie the game up uh, uh, before Dreisaitl's power play goal was the difference in the hockey game. But, you know, he had a team-high six shots and a team-high but also a career-high six hits in the hockey game for Austin. So he was involved physically, and maybe a reason why he's not in the lineup tonight, he's got some upper body stiffness. Uh, But, uh, you know what, Uh, the team is going to have to band together and uh, have somebody else step to the forefront to say, hey, uh, we might not have Austin Matthews, but we can still win a hockey game. And I expect that uh, they're going to come together and and try to rectify what happened the other night and uh, the Oilers really bottling them up and not allowing them to get on track offensively. Bob, one thing I like about you, I mean, you're from the West. You're not a guy that looks at the Canadian, the other Canadian teams like they're outposts. You know, you're not myopic in your, or Toronto-centric in your approach. But I got to say this, in fairness to the Leafs, and I know at times we have a little bit of fun with the, the failures in the playoffs, they were playing against good teams. And if Nazem Connery could have just kept himself because Nazem's a hell of a player. If he just could have kept himself in those two playoff series, you know, he he missed games against Boston. Do you agree with me? It could have been a different outcome. Yeah, I really do. And uh, you know, as a result of the second year in a row when uh, Nazem Kadri got suspended uh, for losing his cool and composure, and uh, you know, putting himself ahead of the team, and as a result, is no longer in a Toronto Maple Leaf uniform for now. Here, the second year, and. Oh my gosh, 
could we use him right now <laughs> as the third line centerman uh, here in Toronto? And because you know the thing that he brings is uh, a two way game and some nasty to his game, and that's something that, uh, that that's the one position here in Toronto that uh, I think lacks depth. Uh, you know, in this organization, uh, not only in the NHL but their American Hockey League team with the Marlies. Uh, there's not a lot of depth at center, and uh, it's uh, when you lose a guy like Matthews, and even with Thornton out of the lineup, where he could have maybe jumped into that center spot, uh, it shows that they don't have the depth that they would like as they continue to move forward. Yeah, I love the snarl, and I'm going to tell you right now, like Connor McDavid had challenges against the Leafs because of Nazem Kadri, and we yep. started we started to see a bit of a shift last year. Obviously, the Oilers walked in there and beat the Leafs last year, six four. Two games is not a trend. I mean, they won a low-scoring game this time. The Leafs did attempt to address a little bit of that gamesmanship, right? They bring in Thornton. He's an older guy. He doesn't drop the gloves anymore. Last time, one of the last times he did, he beat the living crap out of uh, Drew Doughty. Uh, but Wayne Simmons is a guy that can do some of that. Uh, just your your thought on maybe what Kyle Dubas did to, to bring in some older experience and some guys with some gamesmanship. Well, and uh, it, without a doubt, I mean, they were, they've been too easy to play against, essentially. And Zach Bergosen uh, comes in and, you know, on the blue line, which, you know, he's a big, imposing guy and, you know, won a Stanley Cup last year uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He comes in, signs a one year deal as well. And him and Simmons, I think, bring another dimension to the hockey club, which, you know, uh, you, you're going to play against certain teams that want to get physical. Well, that won't happen because, uh, uh, you know, they've, you know, stuck up for each other uh, that much more so. And, you know, if I go back, uh, I think it was uh, uh, the, the Winnipeg game, uh, Kyle Connor uh, took a run at at uh, Frederick Anderson and goes in the net and Justin Hall jumped right in and got, got after him. And I think that comes from knowing he's got guys like Simmons and Bogosian. They're also backing him up to uh, – it brings the overall, uh, I guess, toughness factor with their club where guys feel I mean, be a little bit bigger and stronger because they've got those guys on their side now. I know you've watched a similar progression of the Marley players. Uh, Engvall draws in. We saw him a bit last year. Adam Brooks, who played out west here for the Regina Pats, and uh, Babinov's the guy that came over from the KHL. Those three guys are all in. What can you tell us about those three players? Well, Pierre Engvall last year played 40-plus 40, 40 games, and obviously, and, and Adam Brooks had seven games last year, his first seven in the National Hockey League, he had three assists in those seven games. And, uh, you know, both of those guys played for Sheldon Keefe when they won that Calder Cup championship in 2018. Uh, so he knows them both very well. Uh, I think Sheldon was disappointed uh, with the training camp that Engvall had, and, uh, and, and he is a guy that's kind of fallen out of favor a little bit they were expecting him to take another step uh i think in the last year was before the columbus uh series and then he started the series but then got never got back in and then this year in training camp was kind of on the outside looking in um you know, Adam Brooks is a is an intriguing guy for me because you know, can he take that next step? He had a you know got the chance to play in the National Hockey League last year and show that that you know he's 
it's kind of not on the door. Uh, but then injuries in the American League last year, and in particular, a couple concussions, uh, only limited him to he only played 29 games last year in, in the AHL. When I thought he would take another huge step forward. So he's uh, looking for this opportunity to show Coach Keith that uh, he's uh, maybe willing and able to uh, be one of those guys to be called upon when you get some injuries like they're facing right now. And uh, Barabanov is a guy with a little bit of unknown, right? Uh, he's played five years in the KHL, uh, you know, uh, double digits in goals, you know, four, three or four years in a row, uh, just 11 goals last year. And, and you know, I like what I saw at the beginning of training camp. He comes in and, and he's playing with Spezza and Simmons, uh, but then he gets in his first couple of games and you didn't really notice him at all. So, you know, it's sometimes it's one of those things where when you get an opportunity, you got to seize the moment and you know, do something, maybe set yourself up ahead of other guys. And if not for the injury to Nick Robertson, I think Barabanov would, would probably still not be in the lineup. And uh, that's, that right now is an injury, I think, that really hurts the Maple Leafs because uh, uh, that youngster, Robertson, last year, 55 goals in 45 games in the Ontario Hockey League. And I'll tell you, the speed and the tenacity that youngster has uh, he got hurt in his uh, at the end of his uh, the first period in his first game in Ottawa last week, and uh, he's going to be out for a month. Uh, but uh, you know what? These three new guys coming in, obviously, they're going to get an opportunity to show that hey, uh, I can get the job done. And let's hope we're going to see tonight uh, if if they're going to get a chance to prove that uh, they can help the Leafs get back on the winning track. I, I, look, I know you keep an eye on the Oilers. Uh, they've got McDavid and Drysaddle. The Leafs have got Matthews. I wouldn't put, like, to me, like, those guys are all top ten players. I'm not convinced Marner. Marner's sort of in the next grouping. But just a, a thought specific to uh, to maybe McDavid and Matthews, and we're not going to see it tonight. But these are two pretty special players. You played against all the greats back in the 80s. Um, I don't know if there's comparables there. I don't know if you saw anybody as fast and as gifted as Connor. And Matthews, if he could just put together a full season, he's, you know, he could just flat out shoot the puck. But your thoughts on those two guys in particular? Well, you know, it's uh, it, it, it's a it's a sad uh, night for fans across Canada that they don't get to see this matchup again. And you know, normally it's a two-game, you know, two special. I skated, played, played some hockey with his dad, and his dad, pretty gifted guy too, actually. Uh, but to watch and that goal that he scored last year when he, uh, you know, went around, uh, went around. Um, Morgan Riley. Morgan Riley on that shift back, like it was like, are you kidding me? Like, oh my God, it just was like it made me shake in my in my boots. Like, think, thinking, oh man, one on one with him, like, holy cow, it's just scary. And uh, when you look at him and you know Austin Matthews, I mean, hey, they got together this summer down in Arizona, did some training together, and uh, I think that's kind of cool. And then Austin, uh, you know, you guys don't see him daily basis like I do, or daily basis, I guess. And uh, you know, he is a guy that continues every year better. And uh, I mean, his his stick skills and how strong he is with stick where he still sucks from people and the way he shoots the puck with his release it's just outstanding to watch and uh, you know it's sad that uh, you know people aren't going to see those two 
together again here tonight. It's, I think it's pretty special for hockey fans everywhere uh, to watch two of the, the, sh- the most special players in the National Hockey League. But, uh, you know, uh, Leon Dreisaitl, uh to me, when you guys got such a great one-two punch there in the fact that, uh, you know, he's he's a beast of a guy. And, you know, you look at what he did last year by winning the Hart Trophy and, and you know, winning the scoring championship. Uh, you know, pretty unbelievable. And, you know, you see that goal he scored the other night for the game winner, uh, you know, to get off the schneid where he hadn't had a goal yet on the year. I'm sure he was squeezing the stick a little bit, but uh, I'll tell you, he, he does so many things so well. And, uh, you know, the people of Edmonton certainly got to be uh, tickled pink knowing that they've got these two guys for a long time in the future. Bob, you battled a long way back. And uh, congrats to you. We battled over. We had a couple little minor technical glitches there for a second during the interview. Love having you on. Let's do it again, and we'll touch base down the road. Okay, Bob? Yes, you bet. Anytime, guys. And I uh, always like uh, to chat this uh, this all-Canadian division with you guys, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun this year and uh, would uh, appreciate for having me on and uh, love to come back. No problem. All right, there you go. That's uh, local product Bob McGill. Uh, he's uh, was born in Leduc, and uh, certainly uh, for you old school guys that maybe we got listeners to the show that played in the Western Hockey League late seventies, early eighties, during the era where you know late nineteen seventies, the New Westminster Bruins, the Brandon Weekings had unbelievable. The Bruins started around seventy six, seventy seven. The Wheaties sort of seventy nine, eighty one, and Bob was one of those guys in Victoria that could just flat out chuck him. Uh, he had a stroke. He uh, he overcame his stroke and is back on the air broadcasting. And I, it just uh, for a couple times there were some drops, and I couldn't tell whether or not uh, uh, we were going to get through the interview, but we did. So that was awesome stuff. And uh, he certainly uh, loves the game, has tremendous passion. It's the worst part. Worst part about what's happened this year for us, for Jack and myself, uh, for Cam Moon. Who uh, is going to be doing our uh, when uh, Jack's doing the regional television broadcast? We don't get a chance to travel. We don't get a chance to see guys like Elliot and Bob. You know, those are guys that you go into uh, Scotiabank Arena in Toronto during the intermissions and get a chance just to shoot the proverbial, you know what? I mean, those are the sort of things you end up missing. But uh, man, he was one tough man when he played. He was tough as nails for and not that. 188 to 192 and he was fighting the guys that were six foot three and six foot chronic migraine is 15 or more headache days a month each lasting four hours or more botox onabotulinum toxin a prevents headaches in adults with chronic migraine it's not for adults with migraine with 14 or fewer headache days a month it prevents on average eight to nine headache days a month versus six to seven for placebo Prescription Botox is injected by your doctor. Effects of Botox may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Side effects may include allergic reactions, neck and injection site pain, fatigue, and headache. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Don't receive Botox if there's a skin infection. Tell your doctor your medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, including ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome, and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Ask your doctor and visit BotoxChronicMigraine.com or call 1-800-44-BOTOX to learn more. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. 
Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. For 220 pounds. Crazy. We'll take a quick time out. It's 123 at Edmonton. You're listening to Oilers Now. Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. 125 at Edmonton. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than Wetaskiwin. Outstanding customer service is a key to business as well. Brent Richfort, nine-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Year-end event is currently taking place. That's right, year-end event. They've extended it into uh, the end of January. It's taking place down at Brent Ridge. Let Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford lend a hand by calling 1-877-477-3673 or visit brentridge.com. Uh, we are going to go into our North Division report. It's brought to you three times weekly by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Finding your dream home, listing your old home. It all starts at soldtodayedmonton.ca. List it, sell it, move on. Brendan, uh, Joe Thornton has been officially placed on LTIR by the Maple Leafs. We will not see Austin Matthews tonight. Um, Montreal Canadiens look pretty impressive last night. They get Vancouver again. The Canucks running out of defensemen. I'm going to put you on the spot. Who's the best team in the North? So far, honestly, Montreal looks really, really strong. It's weird to say that they've come on this quick. They've gelled this quick. Best team right now in the North to me is Montreal. We talked about this all summer, like basically since October the 9th, since all the moves started coming down the pipe. They got Josh Anderson. They signed to Foley as well. Remember, at one point, I was like, well, they, you know, they signed to, uh, Anderson right away, uh, and, you know, got him done on a, on a long-term deal at, uh, five and a half million over seven years. This after he was unhappy in Columbus. Then they signed to Foley to a four-year deal at 4.25. And remember, there was a couple days there where it didn't look like Gallagher, like maybe the relationship had broken down a bit. Then he ended up, Jerry Johansson got him on a six and a half, uh, million dollar year deal for six years. They're deep at center. Deneau, Suzuki, Kakaniemi, even Evans has played well as their fourth-line center. Gallagher, Anderson, Armia did get concussed last night. He's likely out. Byron as well. That's two right wings for them. But look at their left wings. Tatar, who's a UFA at the end of this season. I'd have interest in him. Duran, Toffoli, and Lekkonen. Like, 50, I was wrong, 54 goals over the last four years for their fourth-line left wing. Like, that's almost 15 goals a year for a guy that's on the fourth line. They got a good team. 128 at Edmonton, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, Jack Michaels on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.